Connect. Searching. Now connected to You Got a Story podcast. Now listening to Confessional by Rosemary. To the motherfucking T. This is You Got a Story. We're back for another week. What it do be do be do. Joined this week by my favorite guest of all time. Please help me introduce the one and only OJ Patterson. Hey. How is it? How is it? How are you doing? How are things? Um, How am I doing? Favorite, favorite guest. That's an honor, man. Oh, of course. Of all yeah. the of all the storytellers you've had on this show, <laughs> well, you know, I can only have one brother, right? Well, I have a few, but you know, you have a few brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but only one brother has gone on this podcast, so so far, I'm only you're my favorite, my favorite guest, and only brother so far. Okay, so maybe if I get other brothers, we'll have multiple favorites. 
If your other brothers invest in some USB snowball microphones, they can set aside $50. They can be uh, in contention. But right now, I own, I, I hold the prize. It's, yeah. it's, it's humbling. It's, it's uh, downright a uh, insurmountable responsibility. And uh, yeah, it's, it, my, yeah, my world has been changed today. <laughs> Well, as long as I'm just glad that you don't think that uh, you're a constellation. No, I feel used. <laughs> I will not absolve you from that because of the many brothers that you've had who you have you you, you could have encouraged to get a microphone. But that's neither here nor there, you know. I'm, sometimes it's sometimes it's nice to be used. Sometimes it's nice to be wanted. Right, right. As Mom always tells us, uh, it's better to, better to be useful than useless. Yeah. When, wait. When did she tell you that? Which <laughs> she, she never told me that. Useful than useless sounds like a burn. What were you doing? I don't remember what I was doing. I we just, I don't know. I honestly want to bring back that topic with her on the mic, uh, and ask her about it because there's some potholes in that theory. But I okay, know. I don't know. I see you have a new mic though. That's cool. That's cool. Is it right? It's the that, same mic. Oh, I've I was been on using the, it for a little bit. Oh, I guess I've never never seen it uh, in the in the camera before. I got you. Well, you know, I, I I've upgraded my 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 systems of operation <laughs> in anticipation for um expanded expanded uh broadcasting and um live event mm. so yeah i'm just slowly accumulating gear for the eventual end of this pandemic <laughs> i thought you were going to say that until uh for the apocalypse when you have to go uh into your uh what is it what do they call this? Uh, My bunker? podcast bunker. <laughs> you think I'm gonna be like, yo, hey YouTube? Uh, I just had to eat a person. Here's the five, yes, five recipes that you could do to eat a person. <gasps> oh my god, that would be a great movie. The Diaries of the Last Podcaster. <laughs> the boringest student film. What do we have access to? Oh, well, I got a podcast studio, and we can make it so that he doesn't have to leave the podcast studio because of an apocalypse. And then they're just like, oh, that's smart. They'll sell. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, good to see you in high spirits, brother. What's what's uh, what's new, what's what's in the life of yours uh, as a you know a homeowner now and. Married for a few years now. I mean, is there any, what's one phrase or word or sentence of advice you'd give anybody in your position who wants to follow in your footsteps? I mean, my first question is why? <laughs> I I don't want to discredit or discourage anybody from finding <laughs> like love or whatever, but I do question anyone who makes it a mandate. Really? Uh, well, because it's if if I were if this was like The Sims and I made a, a, a 
If it was a video, the computer video game, The Sims, where you can control little tiny people and do whatever you want, um, and the mandate was like, oh, I want to get, I want to make my Sims as as happy as possible, but making sure they're like in a fulfilling job and they're well fed and all those other things. Like that's cool. No, no shade to people who kind of like plot their life out like that, but me, uh, especially with Mel. Uh, we weren't planning on any of this. Uh, <laughs> and so everything that we've uh, accumulated. achieved or accumulated has just been like, hey, you want to just looking at each other like on the couch, like you want to want to buy a house? <laughs> you want to get married? And I don't know if that's me like protecting myself based on, you know, being a child of divorce or whatever, right. but the the less plans the better i am and i i i love spontaneity i'm an impromptu negro i love i i i you know you know the dynamic of our relations is as such that mel's really good at planning things so i don't take that for granted like you know if we got to go to new york I'm 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 leaving that up to Mel. She's got the plane tickets, she's got the hotel, she's got the weird Airbnb um on lock. She's beautiful at that. But if it's like, oh, my homie from DC saw that uh, an Instagram post, he wants to get brunch, that's my energy. Like, all right, let's go right now. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll find a way if it's like Oh, the the plan fell through, and just like I, you know what? Like we were going to a, a wedding uh, over in uh, Pennsylvania for my friend, and the we were. I was just like, all right, yeah, we'll go up there, you know. Um, I you can you know, like I just said, mm-hmm. defer to Mel. Mm-hmm. All right, get the, get the hotel. We'll figure out, you know, get the the thing, and then by the time we land, we realize not only is the <laughs> The the spot that the uh, the wedding was happening at was like like six, I'm gonna say like thirty minutes to an hour away. Damn. But the the Uber would have been like a hundred dollars each way. Mm. So we were so you know without any plan, I was just like I'm gonna let's just go get the rent a car. And uh-huh. me knowing that I had the resources and also the the gumption or whatever to do so that's way more appealing to me because then it's just like i'm functioning on what's in front of me and i don't have to like worry about being stressed out about things because i hate i hate being stressed out about things (laughs) right no i mean that's that's solid um especially the the uh the car thing um and this is recent do you not have your car anymore or what or mel doesn't have her car anymore or what well like i said it was it was in the wedding was in Pennsylvania. Oh, um, gotcha, gotcha. And and yeah, this was like missed that part. Two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, yeah. So that's that's what I like too. Like it's crazy how how much we're brothers, how much we're alike as brothers. Uh, I just lost one. I lost one. I lost my lady friend. Um, for the same circumstances, you know. Uh, well, what were you doing? Because everything I've experienced is, that was impromptu and sporadic, 
moved me towards the relationship. Really? So what was happening with y'all? It was like, it was like I'm the kind of person who I, I'm just like I'm similar to you. I I don't like to plan, um, but I'll follow. Right? Like if you have, if you have, invite me out, there's a high percentage chance that I'll rock with you, and we can go have yeah. some fun. Um, the problem that I stemmed from was, you know, even her words were, I'm a planner, but I don't want, want to necessarily plan everything. I was like, what the fuck are we even talking about? Yeah. <laughs> if you're like, if that's what you want to do, if that's, if you're a planner, then be that like, it's cool. I'm great with that. I, I'm a strong believer um, of, especially with, uh, not like with planning, um, overall, but like behind every strong man is a stronger woman. So it's like, go just. Do your thing. Like, if you want to plan the, the event, I'm not going to trip. <laughs> yeah, I could feel that. But what was she asking you to plan to do? Or what would you have endeavored on if you felt more empowered to do so? Um, well, she wanted just me to plan out uh, our next event, like our next date or something. Like, I think we were going to go to a movie, uh, like one of those uh, like outdoorsy movies that are... I don't know, like it's almost like a car one, but it's different. It's just more space to watch the movie. And her okay. movie that she wanted to watch wasn't available. And um, I, I wasn't going to make her watch Friday, you know, even though she it would be her first time. It wouldn't be my first time. So it wasn't going to be as fun. So she wanted to postpone that movie. And then she asked me, like, what are you what are your thoughts? Like, what do you what do you what are your ideas of trying to go out? And I'm like, I'm like, I don't have none. <laughs> I don't do. <laughs> Like, what? I had to try to explain it to her because she gave me this long-ass paragraph, yo. And this is why I knew I wanted it to, like, I was kind of over it because, like, I doubled down. Like, this is what, like, if you want a relationship to be over, just do the things you know you're not supposed to do. And one of those is when you get a long text message, replying back with an even longer text message. That pretty much kills it. It, Yeah, it's pretty much over. (laughs) You know? I just, I'm the kind of person, and I tried to explain this to her, like, to you, this award must must be looking amazing. It must be glamorous. Like you look at all this shit to do, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's so much fun! I can't wait to do this with the person that I care about." Um, me, I look at this world as a war zone. Like it's already apocalyptic in my mind. Like I have the visuals. Like there's building on fire over here. There's like broken glass over here. There's runaway dogs everywhere. Like there's danger from anywhere and everybody. <laughs> it's fucking scary outside. <laughs> And I'll sacrifice my um, my fears and my anxieties for the person I want to spend time with. Of course. I don't mind that. I don't mm-hmm. mind putting myself in danger for her if she wants to do any of this stuff. Um, but be that in mind, that means I'm not so... Unless I really wanted to do something, like I liked it, and I was like, oh, um, I want to do this thing because I like it. Otherwise, if, unless it's one of those situations, I'm not jumping up to look for things to do. And I think... Yeah. You know what I mean? What were you going to say? I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, no, you're fine. Um, I think that stems from the fact that I've kind of lived a flashy life in the beginning. Like, I've had an experience. So, it's like, now when I go out, I just I just want to be comfortable and cool and just enjoy the vibes. And so, if you take me there with you, I'm fine, right? Like, if she's, if, if you're, I, I, mean, I told her that. If she's there... I'm happy. I'm cool. I don't give a fuck. We can be at a park for all I care. Under a box. I don't give a fuck what we doing. As long as we're there, I'm chilling. So what do what do we what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah. I feel that. 
I feel, I don't know if you feel this at all, but I think with a lot of like going on date stuff, for me, it wasn't so much like I was conditioned to not value dates or being romantic or anything like that. Right. I just had too many experiences where like I put too much effort into it and then it usually doesn't <laughs> work out right. as well as you would hope. And then that it it changes the chemistry as well as the intention. Um, which is to say like if I invite somebody out to like a pub trivia thing and they're they have a good time, but they're not the feedback wasn't like wowzer. I'm glad <laughs> that you I'm glad you brought me one I date uh Inspector Gadget apparently in this scenario, but <laughs> <laughs> if they're not enthusiastic about it, then it becomes like uh then I because as a defense mechanism, I become less um, less enthusiastic about it, but I will say you kind of know based on vibes in a situation if the dynamic is not only like healthy but like worthwhile. Mm. If like you can reach this point within that that framework. Or you can like either have a disagreement or it's better than what you thought it was going to be. Because so many times I've been on a date where I'm just like, this is fine. Or this is like not fine. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing this. Whatever. <laughs> but with Mel, it's like um, after funny. that immediate apprehension... Funny. after the immediate apprehension it's just like all right she's cool um but then like we'll have an experience where it's not the point of the experience but like within that that date oh we made a connection we added to our vocabulary as a couple oh okay based on like like some like some dummy that was there acting dumb, you you spot it, you right. peep it, you point, and now it becomes like a part of the lexicon. Yeah. Or if it's just like oh, like our 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 signals got crossed and we're not on the same page, but our care for each other persists to the point that it's like all right now like. The good part was great, but this feels more affirming of how solid we are. Um, okay. And it, it's a clue to, for what to fight for, but uh, that's not always happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people aren't always that aware or that uh, desiring of... They, you probably just don't speak the same language mm-hmm. sometimes. And then it just becomes like a fine experience. But, uh, you know, fine experiences are just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm similar to They're just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was a great learning experience. I mean, it was great to be out again. Uh, I knew it was kind of going to be rocky because she was vaxxed and I wasn't at the time. So, mm-hmm. and that kind of oh, like puts time. It, Well, yeah, I got my first one, so we can talk about that soon. <laughs> I got my first shot. <laughs> but at the time, about a couple weeks ago, when this date stuff was happening, it, mm-hmm. it threw me off because she was so, I mean, she'd been inside. I get it. I mean, people who haven't been on punishment a lot in their lives, this is a big change. (laughs) (laughs) They're non-juvenile delinquents out there. (laughs) Exactly. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're itching to run outside. Uh, And with me, it's different. I'm just, whenever I decide it's time, I'm just going to go out and do my thing. And she was just more ready to go out and do things and hang out with people. And, and, um, and I'm still, you know, worried. And I'm not as open to going. I mean, I'm, I'm not as like excited to go out because I know all of what I'm gonna have to deal with potentially just to defend her in case I have to, right? And that was just, you know, where we were defend all, her. Well, yeah, like, like you don't feel that like that extra weight on your heart, not heart, but like on your shoulders. I guess both when you go outside. And you like like now you're her protector from like fuck police. Ain't no cop gonna get there in time. And if anything happens in, in front of her, around her, you got to be that shield. Yeah, I have a heightened <laughs> uh, experience in the world, especially depending on the the energy of the environment. But that's not the immediate energy I'm bringing really? to the situation. Like, yeah, if somebody's just, like, banging on a door in a uh, one-person restroom, I'll be like, hey, hey, somebody's in there. (laughs) Mel's in there. But I'm not, I'm not, like, I don't immediately have, like, these niggas are going to holler at my wife. I don't have that energy. I do. I do. I absolutely do. That's like a fear of mine. That's why like picking the baddest joint was always like, ah, do you really want those problems? <laughs> Cause But for like where in this thought exercise or when you're readying up for this experience, <laughs> is it because like you afraid like how far deep do you go? Did they like beat you up and then take your girlfriend away like what's the worst that can happen with like general misogyny in the world while you're next to someone who may experience that misogyny i mean that that's that's pretty bad i'm not gonna lie that's that that scenario you just put out was pretty bad um level up i don't even have to get my ass kicked and she still leaves with the dude that's that's like top tier yeah that's pretty bad yeah man um but i don't know in the thought exercise i mean in masculinity I mean, I don't think it's going to be egregious as like her, like a dude just go walking up and slapping her ass in front of me. But I don't know. I, I'm, I am worried that women don't take the account that we can physically be hurt in the process of defending. <laughs> so, like, like, so especially like, I don't know, like a misunderstanding. And then like she's pissed and she's getting even more upset because he's not backing down. And then she looks to me as, so you're just going to let me keep arguing with this nigga? And then it's like, fuck. I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I haven't had to deal with that. Same stressful. 
Uh, yeah. It also it also seems like, you know, from what I've from what I've heard and what I've experienced, um, most women know that they are women for however long they've been a, a woman or been out as a woman. They've experienced. There's nothing new under the sun. Mm. Um, by the time you meet them as an, an adult. And, you know, that any interaction that seems to make someone upset, I have the same survey. Uh, are you okay? Do you need help? Usually, they are okay or they're dealing with it. And usually, they don't need help. Not in that way that, like, requires me to get involved. <laughs> trying to be... <laughs> trying to be some goddamn superhero. Uh, it's not my... Uh, it's not my job. Um, to be uh, a guard dog, I can protect people, and I can be a an insulating force. Um, but I don't think most people needed me. At least in my who have I messed with uh, <laughs> needed me to to be super vigilant uh, in either direction. Because most I. Not that I, I've had this experience, but I've seen dudes have almost the uh, the progress the the uh, proactive approach to that, where they're almost mad if you don't notice how how bad their uh, their girl is, or they're doing right. some peacocking on another level. And uh, you know, most most people that I've uh, been in relationships with. Uh, are <clears throat> they they we're not playing that game so to yeah. speak yeah well you know she, she's gone just gotta download the app again and look for another lady who's looking for a man like me where where, where did you find uh f- find this would you count this person as an ex did <sighs> it get to that point was it that deep nah I think my my standards for exes now are how did we have sex? Wow. Yeah. Graphic. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. not expecting your criteria to be so so clinical. <laughs> um if there was any intercourse at all, I would consider you an ex. <laughs> Just as a courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like oh, they touched my heart, and or I met their parents, or we had we had plans to potentially move in together. Mm-hmm. If the pee-pee <laughs> go <laughs> in the hole, <laughs> holding one that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> Tiger Woods style. You feel me? Not nah, for real. For real, that's that's, that's my connection level. Like, because um, everything else to me, I don't know. Cause, cause that means something to me. So that would that would mean a like like meeting your parents is cool, but I've met a lot of adults in my life. I don't. What what's another? I've met two? a lot of adults. I'm being pretty good. First day out the womb, <laughs> met an adult. His name is Doctor Brown. <laughs> I met a lot of adults. That sounds like. An alien would say that. I've met cows and a lot of adults. 
Yeah. Yeah. Nah, man, I'm different. I am different. <laughs> uh, <man>. Definitely. <laughs> All right. But I got some. I got. We can move on from the from the love affair romance segment. I'm sure a lot of people enjoyed our uh, our, our uh, input, and hopefully they can apply it to their lives and find the love of their lives. <laughs> Our only, the only things I could imagine someone getting from this is find someone who's it's easy enough that you don't have to make plans, <laughs> or. Uh, define relationships better than we've had sex. <laughs> oh man, I'm simple, man. Simple life, happy life, right? Oh man, I, I, I don't know about that. I think. Do you feel like you're simple because you're looking for something? to complicate things or are you aware of things that feel naturally um naturally synergistic to where you are and have the mindset to like incorporate it huh well it may be the latter uh but when i was talking to my therapist about this <laughs> Shout out to therapy. Shout out to therapy. Um, she mentioned that, you know, we're drawn to the passion, the people that bring out the ah out in us, right? The whole, like, um, I don't know what's the proper word. It's like, it's like fiery attitudes, but it's just like, we look for that type. Like, you know, those, those dysfunctional relationships. It's like, we look for those bonds because they bring us the most excitement and the most, uh, we feel like those are the most realist to our to us because they bring up so many emotions but maybe ideally ideally uh, look maybe we should also look for people that bring us not peace because i don't really think there is peace in love i think love and war go hand in hand with with love but i think someone who can bring you peace like bring you back down right who doesn't egg you on to go higher up but can lower you down when you are because i'm that kind of person i don't need help get into a new level like <laughs> i need no help <laughs> not at all yeah. not even a little bit i can get to whatever level i want to get to hot wise if i want to what i need is someone who can recognize that and bring me right back down to zero okay that's a lot to ask for i mean it's not too much i mean you are you are you are a, a perfect version of yourself right now you are enough appreciate you um but, you know, emotional labor is a job. And, you know, finding the ways to support people with that emotional labor that's both, like, healthy for all parties involved, mm -hmm. asked for, uh, requires just, like, hella communication and hella, like, right. trust. And you don't usually get that until you're deep, you know? But you also know innately... If you really like somebody, right. <laughs> which right. seems like a huge part of the 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 equation that I don't want to like go through your entire dossier of, of former relationships. Excuse me, people you have sex with. <laughs> but oh, I don't know how. Also, I don't know how accurate people can determine how much they like somebody 
in hindsight, you know, it's usually like an in the moment thing, but for sure. Um, I think, you know, I think, you know, everybody knows. Yeah. It's not like one that got away syndrome, but like everybody knows how much they like someone and everybody knows how much they're lying. <laughs> everybody knows. Yeah. Even if you don't want to admit it. <laughs> yeah. You're not, go- you're not, you're not setting up these, uh, you're not looking on uh, certain websites for Airbnbs if you don't like that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think too that with the, for the added part of me is I think I'm already like our cousin makes fun of me all the time. He calls me granddaddy. I'm already an old man. You know what I mean? You mean stuck in your ways? Not really Massive that. health concerns? No, nah, not even that. Like, I'm, I like physically move like an old man. I'm slower. I'm like, like, uh, and my understanding of love was like taught to me by an older man. So to, to me, when my introduction to love was when our, uh, was with our father and our mother, but in the beginning he, he had, for me in the beginning, he had never talked to her. Like, I don't remember mm-hmm. them having conversations. Um, yeah. In fact, he would he would stay out of her way. And I grew up thinking, oh, that's how you love someone then. You just don't bother them. You let them do what they want and you stay out of their way. And when you guys want to connect, you will. But otherwise, just, just stay clear. And it made it my, my responsibility, not responsibility, but it kind of became my, like, fun little task was to try to get them to laugh at something together. And so what's the best thing to laugh at, at but me, right? So that's what I, because I have like memories of shit that I did where I looked at both of them and they looked at each other and were just laughing. And that brought me joy. But from the love perspective to, from my understanding from him was less was more. So I try to emulate that moving, like in my life, which is not what women want. Apparently they don't want less. <laughs> they- <laughs> What's up with these fucking millennials and Zoomers who don't want the emotional connection, attention, and intelligence of a 60-year-old man who who notoriously, as long as I've known him, as a conscious human being, was near divorce or divorced. (laughs) Yep. Look at my examples. Look at my examples of love. Well, I, I think it's, I think what's more interesting on, on my, from my point of view of the similar household, just four years uh, ahead and also with a different outlook mm. is like, do, not how do you have game, but I guess like with all relationship things and it's 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 a, a tricky subject for certain people we are conditioned by our upbringing and media and all this other stuff mm-hmm. but our values uh romantically and emotionally it was based in experience more so than anything else and I'm just curious to uh, 
where you are now, how would you grade your capacity to love? What is your love language? Let's get into it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I guess we'll throw these questions out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we'll get to your vaccination either later or in the next episode. <laughs> All right. I, I don't mind it either. Like, uh, it's a nice change, I guess. Um, uh, okay. My love language will start there. Like, capacity for love. Um, I don't know what that means, really. Capacity for love. I'm, I'm an, I'm an, it's almost like that, uh, TV show Squid Games. You've seen that? No, what's nah. Squid Games? Nah, we can get there later too then. But I was just trying to like have to paint a picture. No, we'll get to it now. <laughs> Tell me what Squid Games are. Squid Game is this uh, new Netflix series that dropped. This is not an ad. Um, I first <laughs> I first saw it released. Uh, my friend posted it, and my immediate question was, did he watch it in English or in Korean? Um and then I seen other people posting it. I seen Joe Budden talk about it. I seen my other friend talk about it. And so I was I was gonna give it a chance to breathe before I rock, watched it. But they all my like good content eaters, they were really talking about it. So I went to go take a look. And it's a it's a great show of uh games and violence. Just what else do you need? It's like the Olympics, <laughs> but modern time. And there was this scene of a piggy bank is what I was thinking of. Right. And, um, this piggy bank is empty, right? Like it gets filled up with cla- uh, cash and you'll figure out when you watch the show. Why? Um, but that's like, when I think of capacity for love, it's like, I have, it's an empty piggy box that no one's been paying into. Right. And I've had to, oh. I've had to, yeah, got you. I've had to figure out how to try to add to it myself. And I, it's hard to add to your own piggy bank for love and like, and having, especially when you're not really receiving it and understanding it properly from your surroundings. So my capacity is, I want to say like arrogantly limitless. Um, but I guess it's because I haven't yet felt full of love. Okay. Um, is it? Yeah. So when you, like, how would you characterize that that exchange or that that? I guess I'm trying to figure out. Like, are you clingy? Are you aloof? Are you? Do you like gifts? Do you like quality time? I think I could guess where all these things. Right. But and then also, do you find? Are you you know uh, aware enough? to provide those things for another person or, or is it conditional or is it circumstantial? It's unconditional. I, I would, would hope so. Um, I, I'm talking from a person who hasn't really, my longest relationship was probably two years, but like even that was distance wise. It wasn't like I've had someone close to me building with me every day. Um, so hmm. I guess it, I want it to be unconditional is where I start with. And I also understand um, there's two versions of me with this, where it's like the kid version of me that uh, was clingy, that uh, that was um, some of the other things you said I can't remember right now, but uh, not necessarily um, aloof. Um, that was what I learned to be. 
that to get you know attention from women was to be aloof uh was to be uh slightly disconnected um to be withdrawn because that's what they seem to be attracted to or that's what like draws a human attraction really was because we always want what doesn't want us right weirdly okay right like weirdly ser- like seriously no nah, it's weird we always want what's like the hardest to obtain we always want that that always uh keeps their arms length away from us and so that's who i learned to become to get to get the attention that i wanted okay and so with with me with with can i give that to somebody i would hope so this is what we go back to it unconditionally i i would hope that i can be what i want in return i hope hope that i can push out what i want in return and i think i've set up my relationships uh, to be distance so that I guess I could avoid that, but like go to it whenever I want to type of thing. Like to, you know what I mean? Okay. Like it's like, I can avoid it, but like, but then when it's a scheduled thing or we're setting up events to hang out, it's like, all right, now I can implement how I would show this love. If she was here every day. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's tough because <clears throat> people on, vacation mode exactly way different way different energy that's what it is than everyday mode um yeah i mean it's it's tough because it's just like not to say that my all my epiphanies happened while i was in a 10-year relationship (laughs) but i think there's something to be said about kind of a revisionist relationship with romance that people have where either they like cut down their previous relationships or they see like relationships that didn't go as far as they thought as like a waste of time. Mm. But from my, you know, you know, fairly limited perspective, Hey, you made I, it. That's not limited. You're you're where further than a lot of people are always complaining that they don't get. So I wouldn't put yourself in that bubble <laughs> as a, such a low bar. Like, nah, bro, you're pretty up there. I would say more in like like quantity, like oh, <laughs> because I I met my wife when I was 23. The 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 kind of field research isn't is is it uh. I have a lot of lab research. I don't have a lot of <laughs> field research. <laughs> but but uh, I would say it's just like this weird... It, I, I had this realization <clears throat> just because, you know, when you're in a relationship, you're also constantly... You're, you're also in a relationship with previous versions of yourself and people you've dated and also people uh, the other person has dated and people or persons that they they were you know throughout the relationship and i just had this intense sense of gratitude not because of the way things happened but my capacity to love the people i've had crushes on that didn't go nowhere or Mm. you know people that i felt like i was there for even if in like a, a minimal time you know platonic friends all these like feelings got drudged up not because like i was bored or anything but it's just like within the juxtaposition 
or juxtaposition of my relationship, I could kind of frame these things in a way to get the ultimate kind of like perspective on it. And I think there's something real powerful in liking someone or liking something Hmm. or, you know, you may not enjoy like not a nostalgia, but you may not uh, always have the best relationship with those things. But it's just like, wow, like my soul was calling out to me or to a, a larger thing on a chemical and and spiritual and emotional level when I met this person. And it could just be the this weirdo lady I met at a rave. <laughs> right? I can't diminish that because it's, it's something about it spoke to me or it wouldn't have happened. Right. And I don't think a lot of people give themselves that perspective, that, that barometer of just like, making it less of like a grade and making it more binary and just like did you like somebody no did you like somebody yes and then like what really celebrate that you liked somebody because i think a lot of people are deeply romantic and deeply passionate and deeply they want to communicate so much but then they feel like they can't or it's too much or you know there's 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 societal expectations to limit your feelings. And I don't always express how much I love and care for people. I love you, Ortavius. Love I you too, Brody. You, Ortavius. <laughs> but just to have that in my heart, in my, in my chest, it makes me walk a little straighter. And maybe that, um, you know, I don't, I don't know from, uh, I haven't taken a survey or anything, but me walking with that energy, with that knowledge, with that, with that, you know, residual joy, it just kind of like, you know, makes my back straight and allows me to just like take things as they come. And really it's mostly a celebration of me, you know, Mm. like I am, I'm so uh, taken by the people that I've met and the things that I've done on a constant basis. And it's, 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 kind of like cool like i I, it's just like i don't know how much more to quantify but it definitely like because i know a lot of people who are either like like very uh harsh with people's uh relationships or very people are very disposable or Mm. they don't know how to um show that they care or I, i know i know a lot of unkind people or unaware people and mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not that but for me to really feel comfortable in that for myself I had to kind of take away all the like <laughs> pseudo negative things that I've crafted f- to protect myself so hmm. like any ex that I had or anybody else like uh, you know in a or OT relationship with um <laughs> That, you know, it's not like, oh, it didn't work because, like, she's this or I'm that. It's like, it didn't work, but wasn't it, like, like a miracle that it happened in the first place? <laughs> isn't that, isn't that, what, like, isn't that so dope that we cared about each other in that time, in that space? And I'll always care for that person and, and 
every time I think about them, it's not like this, ooh, they, ugh, like, it's just, oh, and hey, and I don't have to call them or I don't have to see them again, but like, oh, like, you know, it's almost like for me, love is a way to, and I mean, like love of friends and family and, and people in relationships is like, um, it's like coordinates, you know, they're like the only, it's almost like interstellar. They're they're a way to, to track time and space is these connections I've had with people, but you know, Hmm. it may be hippy dippy and elevated. (laughs) That is the, that's the constellation of me. You know, this is me. I'm not, wow myself is only as limited as my body and my perspective. But if you take the, you know, deconstruct my entire experiences, it's just been a, a, a beautiful like star system of all these different uh, connections that I made with people. A constellation of me. You've been saying a lot of things like it, while you were speaking, I was like forgiving some exes, like in my soul, I could feel it like goosebumps. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm actually starting to forgive them now. Like, I'm starting to let that anger go. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, I mean, you're right. We don't celebrate the fact that we even found someone to like for that moment. That's like, mm-hmm. that's like, because in a, in a sense, you're right, too, with the every every one of those moments are are added to the constellation that is me. And it forms up, you know, my my image, my constellation image. And it's. It's wow! You just we do as people take it for granted that he can we can even find one person, two people, three people who 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 spark something in us to to yeah. Wow, that's deep. That's crazy deep. Pause. But it's like I wonder even if you. You know, because I was thinking, why wouldn't they want to appreciate the like? Is because when you when you like somebody, you're putting your guard down and makes yourself um, open to pain. And yeah. and that's what something my therapist was telling me too was when it when it becomes you know going out and putting yourself on the chopping block, you know. Uh, we 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 think we think we can protect ourselves or, or or run away from that outer that other side of it the painful part of it and the painful part of goodbye or you know wasted time or whatever and that in and of itself shows our our privilege it's like no that's arrogant to think you can have one side and not include the other like you yeah you know yeah definitely that's wow that's crazy yeah, but you know we'll see. I'll, I'm back on back on that website. It's not an ad, so we'll see who I bump into. Uh, I mean, there was this one. I'll never forget this one. This one lady I met in in uh, in Vegas, and uh, when I was out there, and I haven't had. She hasn't left my mind since the nurse that I talked about in some prior episodes. Uh, maybe I can figure that out. But otherwise. Like in terms of like what sparks something in me and that makes me be like like oh I like her it's like I don't know it's it's it looks grim for the future of traditional dating, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, bumping into some random and and at a bar or something and that goes somewhere maybe I mean maybe this punishment 
of this two year punishment inside has has we awake reawakened that that urge for, that that curiosity in us to find that you know that we won't that we won't so much depend on the cloud and in Instagram and tw- Tinder and Hinge to find these people you know uh, maybe this will you know spark something in us you know just just by circumstances but I haven't met people like that like the, I used to feel like that maybe in twenty. 14, 15? That shit hasn't been like that <laughs> since, man. To be honest with you. The last, like, yeah. honest relationship where I was like, oh, damn, she's fucking dope, and I met her, like, while living life was probably in Spain. Mm. Yeah. Um, it it will be a, an interesting test case <laughs> as you go out there. I wish you luck <laughs> and prosperity. You know, go for things that you naturally enjoy that allows you to show your enthusiasm. Uh, but, you know, try not to perform while you're in there so that <laughs> people don't. That's hard to do. That's hard to tell a comedian slash actor to do that. Yeah, but you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> to not perform? Can, uh, like, how do I take off my performance hat? Do you feel me? You can you can be genuine unless you want uh, someone to see you in that way all the the time. Uh, that's exhausting. Maybe you do. No, that's uh, exhausting. Luckily, you know, when I've expressed my passion, it seemed genuine enough for people to um, at least be curious. If not, say I'm I'm gonna take that passion away from him. What if they had that passion for me? <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst now nah, you're right though genuality is the best uh finding and that's hard to th- keep in your mind while also like my anxiety or my depression is like am i enough to just be nothing like to just be myself and be nothing that i'm performing as that's always been hard too um because you know as much as i like to make people laugh sometimes i like to i like to laugh too you know what i mean and that's kind of what I'm looking for in my in my in my partner. I want her to make me laugh. I want there's like that's the third one. There's two things that I want, um, you know, that I that I kind of need, which is like a voice. I need her. Vo- I need to like her voice, and um, she has to be a boss. And um, that last thing that I said, like uh, I need, I need to, I need to laugh, you know, because oh, that's that's what it is. It's not the boss part. It's the voice, her laugh. And her, she need, she need, the third part. Is she needs to make me laugh. Like she, be, she needs to be funny too. Like and not like it's like you don't gotta be like Chris Tucker. I mean Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be some great. But damn, like I need something more than mom jokes. Yeah, I mean that's a whole. Not- we running. We we're running at fifty minutes. Uh, yeah. And I could have an entire you know x amount of minute discussion about. Uh, uh, misogyny and, and patriarchy and, and all that, but yeah, I laughed. laughter is important. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. We are reaching critical levels with this with this time thing. I wish we could have talked about the Moderna shot more. Uh, that's because that's what I got. Um, I ah, I don't want to leave them with nothing, listeners. I don't want to leave you with nothing. So I'm gonna give you just like some points here. Um, yes. What what was the breaking point? Um, well, two things. 
uh, so I found that it's not just women that'll make me get the shot. It's travel too. If I want to go somewhere on the plane, yeah, I'm gonna try to leave somewhere in a couple months, and I didn't want to have to deal with that bullshit at the plane and have like. And I just seen that that uh, report of the woman who got caught in Hawaii with the fake vax card. I, was, I don't want them problems. That's too much. I'm gonna just get this. Was that ever an option in your brain? Did yeah, you ever entertain getting a fake vax? Yeah, card? it was three hundred dollars. What you mean? I'm asking around. I got. I'm on my feet. My ear on the flow. I'm listening. I'm like, yo, how much is a three hundred dollars? Really? Damn. Which state is that? Can I go to another state and get it for less or what? But yeah, no, nah, that that was. And it's like the Hinge app now tells you who's vaccinated. Like it's like you can opt that in there. Like, I was like, <laughs> it's like damn. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? Like what the oh, fuck? That angered no. me like no other. I was like, damn, this gonna get like it's gonna be like my last lady friend times twenty. Like if they if if we're all gonna keep doing this shit, like of me not being vaccinated, but they're vaccinated and they're ready to go outside and I'm ready to chill and be safe. So yeah, I caved, got this fucking shot, which by the way, I cursed all of you during the last two days of recovery for for the pain that I felt in this arm. Oh, it was fucking ridiculous. Oh, it's nobody painful. can tell. Listen, nobody. I I'm glad that you're going through it. I I literally, there's no way that there's no anecdotal evidence about the feeling of the shot or the side effects. It's it's just one of those X Men esque. Sometimes you get Wolverine powers, and sometimes you got some some rogue powers. But you know, <laughs> I thought you made that shit connect right there. Nah, true. Nah, and then and then it's like, wow, the advertisement for the next one is just great. You know, like that one's gonna be even better. Apparently, <laughs> like so much better than the first one. Apparently, I'm being hard sarcastic for <laughs> listeners who don't see my face. But yeah, that's fucking. Just sucks. want to let you know right now. Get stock up on some Gatorade. Make Damn. sure you got somebody who can might come over uh, to drop something off. Because <laughs> oh, it, 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 it kicked my ass. And, uh, but you know, maybe, maybe not for you. Who knows? Nah, man. Roll the dice. We're brothers. If what's your genetic code is connected to my genetic code, so it beats your ass. It's gonna fuck me up too. That's what I look at it as. Like at least that's how I prep myself. So even if it's less, uh, this is this, this is just how I prep myself for the worst, just in case. But hey, man. Um, and I also like that I it was my choice too. Like it wasn't like I was bullied. It wasn't like, I mean, like you know, subliminal messages, <laughs> survival and all. Aside, it was. Man, you got people from Mel's side of the family <laughs> calling and texting you, boy. You, you, you ain't come up with this. Oh, what a beautiful day. Time to get my Moderna. You even asked me what, what shot I got. You, <laughs> stop lying to the people. Well, okay. You Captain America. Okay, you're right. I, I was, it was, but I get to choose the timing. You're right. It wasn't like my choice choice, but at least I get to choose when I can get it. And that's important. As well as the information, right? Like, that was my stance, too. I want to know, uh, not the side effects, but which one's doing better. Like, which one's dropping lower, right? Like, like which one got approved? So, all right, so that one got approved. Why I got approved? Like, which back alley contract did they write? Like, who gets the money? Where, follow the money of this motherfucker. Where, who is getting the fires a shot? That's what I wanted. Like, like, that type of shit was important to me. I want to know all of that so I can make a sound decision. And Moderna was a better one. I mean, it, it takes longer for the wear off. Doesn't seem to need, to need to be a booster shot yet. But I mean, when they told me Pfizer dropped to sixty percent, I was like, "Who the fuck wants Pfizer anymore?" I was like, "I would never want that shit <laughs> if it dropped sixty percent." Damn. But 
Yeah. So here, yeah. I mean, you know, we're here. I'm uh getting my getting my next one in the next couple of weeks. You guys do your own thing. It's on your own time. Um, do it when you're ready, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's my my that's my shot story. All less than cool. ten minutes. Yeah, we did it. We did it. <laughs> well, Brody. <laughs> Thank you for uh, for joining me again for another episode of You Got a Story. It's always appreciated to hear your voice and your thoughts. You bring a different perspective that I can never bring because I am not you. And I love you because you're you. <laughs> love you. Love you, man. All right, guys. Listener storytellers, this will be another episode of You Got a Story. You already know who, what it is. I'm your host, Ota Motherfucker T. Y'all have a good one. Stay safe. One. Now listening to Chemistry by Miller J. Life with you feels like my soul has found a home. It was all alone. In the universe, I found It all came from an atom, you see The teacher told me atoms you need For anything to matter, but nothing even matters to me When you're not here For real though I'd rather be like Adam and Eve Cause I believe in Adam and Eve I'm sticking to that story, your science doesn't matter to me this can't just be chemistry God has something to do with this God has something to do with this Thank you God Thank you God Thank you God Thank you God for love For real Life with you Feels like my heart Just skipped to be right past the stars in the universe, I found you It all came from an atom, you see The teacher told me atoms you need For anything to matter, but nothing even matters to me When you're not here For real though I'd rather be like Adam and Eve Cause I believe in Adam and Eve I'm sticking to that story, your science doesn't matter to me this can't just be chemistry God has something to do with this God has something to do with this Thank you God 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 Thank you God, Thank you, God for love from You Got a Story podcast.